I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Well, welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk Season 2, and I am your host, as always, Jason Brunt. We have got another jam-packed episode for you today, but first, I wanted to introduce our new streaming format, where we are going to be broadcasting live every single Wednesday, so that way you can interact in that comment section over there, or you can also get to see some of our guests and interact with them live as we progress through this season. Uh, over the past several weeks, uh, we took a little bit of time off so we could spend some time with our family. And so I could travel the entire state of Florida and meet some really influential figures in the war on their culture. I've met some amazing parents, some great students, and I've been able to travel to a whole bunch of different clubs all across the state of Florida, meeting some fantastic patriots. <clears throat> What's really exciting about coming up into this next season is this new format where you'll get to see all the gaffes and it's going to be completely 100% unedited and brought to you live. In today's episode, we have got an amazing show for you. We're going to be going over how some states and parents are teaming together and trying to bring cases before the courts to help defend parental rights and the innocence of our children in their school systems. We're going to go over how the courts are cucking. And of course, we've got some really interesting videos to show you. So as we get into the wild world of the Ku Klux Alphabet Klan and their perpetual assault on our culture, make sure you stay tuned for this entire episode because we've got some really valuable information that you're going to want to take home with you. But first, we've got a message from Big Brother. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or are affiliated with. Well, welcome back. Well, as we continue our fight to try to preserve our children's innocence, the willful ignorance that has swept our nation like a plague is taking hold in none other than the Supreme Court. So over here in this article on Fox News, Supreme Court declines Indiana schools appeal on transgender bathroom order. Now, Essentially, what this is, is creating an environment or attempting to create an environment that is safe for our young daughters to be able to attend their school without having to go to restrooms, locker rooms, and changing rooms, while confused boys stand there with their genitals exposed, and in some cases, assault our young daughters, as we've seen in Loudoun County, Virginia. But I want to skip past some of the fat in this article and get right to the meat of it so right here again this is a supreme court on an illinois decision where they were trying to stop mentally ill boys from infiltrating uh, young girls restrooms in the public school system the supreme court did not issue a comment on its decision. The high court has in recent years mostly dodged controversial cases cases involving transgender rights. 
a spokesperson for Indiana Attorney General Todd Rokita, who supported the school district's lawsuit, criticized the Supreme Court for refusing to weigh in. The Supreme Court did not necessarily did not take a necessary opportunity to provide clarity, particularly with such a split among the appellate courts on this issue. It makes little sense for SCOTUS not to resolve the difference in federal cases, but because of this split, children in other parts of this country will be properly protected, the spokesperson said in a statement in Fox News Digital. Quote, unfortunately for now, our schools will be forced to allow transgender students to use whichever bathroom they feel corresponds to the gender identity they've picked to use on that particular day. We will continue our fight so regular, common sense, who's your parents can raise their children free of this toxic transanity, the spokesperson added. I like that, transanity. It's an accurate point there. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are waiting for somebody else to come to the plate to save the day, I hate to break it to you, but every one of our major institutions, from Hollywood to Washington, D.C., is corrupt, and it is failing us day by day. And although we can continue to try to fight the lawfare game, as we have seen, willful ignorance has taken our country by absolute storm. These judges, these courts are cucking out in favor of this Ku Klux alphabet clan, which let's be honest, it is not an organic movement. The reason why we focus on this so hard is because this is the seed that starts to get watered in the nursery. It is the number one way that all propagandists through the dawn of time to the current day have used to infiltrate our schools, to indoctrinate our children so that way they could shape the future generations to satisfy their ideological fantasies. Uh, these courts are just backing out. They're, they're cucking because they don't want to deal with the fallout. And I personally, if you've watched any of the shows from last season, have dealt with the fallout myself. And yeah, it's uncomfortable. But you know what? No successes are gained without a little bit of discomfort. And imagine the amount of discomfort that patriots in the past who have given their lives for this country have had to go through to secure our freedoms. A little bit of discomfort from losing some dopamine on Facebook from your friends, losing a job, losing a, a social media profile is nil in comparison to some of the sacrifices that true patriots have had to make to create the greatest country on the planet and ladies and gentlemen although we are still the greatest country in the world that title is really getting shaky because not enough of us are standing up there are folks that are trying to stand up there are states that are joining the war on this pop culture circus that is being infiltrated through our schools through our communities through our businesses and almost every single facet of our everyday lives. I want to read to you an article here again off of uh, Fox News, not particularly our favorite news site, but some of the articles are uh, important to read. A coalition of states call on the Supreme Court to recognize parents' rights regarding transgender policies. A coalition of 17 state attorneys generals are asking the Supreme Court to recognize parental rights in a case involving a Maryland school district's transgender policies. 
West Virginia is leading the coalition, challenging a case involving parents fighting an appeals court ruling that found they did not have the right to sue Montgomery County public schools over a policy that allows teachers and administrators to transition children without their parents' knowledge or consent. Plaintiffs in the case dubbed the guideline in question the parental preclusion policy, which their lawyers with the National League Foundation argued was a violation of their rights under the 14th Amendment. The guidelines for transgender identifying students adopted by the Montgomery County Board of Education in 2020 through 2021 addresses a student's identified names, pronouns, athletics, extracurricular activities, locker rooms, bathrooms, safe spaces, safe zones, and other safety supports. In August, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit dismissed the case brought by three parents of students at Montgomery Public Schools over the district's gender support plan in a two-to-one ruling. In addition to allowing students to be called by their preferred names and pronoun and use of the restroom of their choice, schools are also prohibited from notifying parents without the student's consent. Prior to contacting a student's parent guardian, the principal or identified staff member should speak with the student to ascertain the level of support the student either receives or anticipates receiving from home, the guidelines state. This goes on and on and on with the same exact crap that we've been seeing, and that's parents are concerned, attorney generals are getting involved, and the courts are just dismissing and ignoring the entire situation. This problem is running rampant through all of our institutions. And it is going to take people like you to start speaking up with your voice, start speaking out with your wallet, and take the funds and finances away from these corrupt companies that are creating this LGBTQDEI circus as becoming the new norm and the new the new reality. Two plus two is five, Winston. Two plus two is five, right? And they're just going to beat it into you until you believe it. Joseph Goebbels not only would be jealous of this propaganda campaign, but, you know, he said it himself, tell a big enough lie enough times and it becomes the truth. And that's what they're doing right here. And what's crazy is that it's evolving just not just from the rainbow coalition now that you see through the month of june and that holds 144 days on our calendar meanwhile moms get one dads get one veterans get one but the ku klux alphabet clan gets 144 days on the calendar for the sake of dei inclusivity And we're seeing this DEI stuff go crazy everywhere. As you may know, I used to work in the human resources department, which has become a cesspool of DEI. Now, one of the things that I was able to do as a conservative human resources person was I eliminated all of the DEI training out of all of our training courses because I didn't think that alienating a large swath of my workforce and making them feel guilty for their immutable characteristics was actual equality or helping motivate my work staff. I made sure that I promoted off of meritocracy, performance, and responsibility. Those are the KPIs that I used to determine who we hire and who we promoted. Never once was it any one of the mutable characteristics, but I also wasn't going to shame people for something that maybe their ancestors did or did not do. Me being a white man, 
can tell you that none of my ancestors were part of any of the American history that was negative. In fact, a couple of my ancestors were in the German concentration camps because of their retraction from the Nazi regime, but that is a whole nother story. But the DEI is becoming a virus that is going to take down the ship. And it is just another extension of this LGBTQIA+. They love their letters and they just keep adding more. Now, DEIs coming in as sort of a Trojan horse, trying to guilt trip everybody. But in this Trojan horse, of course, is the trans agenda, the LGBTQ agenda, and all of your progressive agendas bundled into one category one presentation where companies like neola and high tops which we've gone over last season that are indoctrinating our children's in the schools are using to push their agenda into the younger generation and into the pop culture generation but the problem is when you're not promoting and hiring off of a meritocracy or off of performance and you're just cherry picking certain people out of this alphabet clan or or out of whatever victim card collection that you have is now you are putting other people behind that have worked hard for it. And we've seen that in women's sports like Leah Thomas, how she put Riley Gaines back a couple notches. Now, thank God. Riley Gaines is a very articulate and well-spoken young woman, so she's been able to recapture, rebrand herself, so that way she now has a platform, and she's able to, I guess, succeed in maybe a different avenue that, that she probably wouldn't have had had a man not stolen her title. Uh, but we're seeing this now, and it's evolving into other industries and the corporate of America, and, and the unfortunate thing is it's getting into our transportation industries as well, where we're starting to see some very terrifying patterns develop within companies that are focusing a majority of their efforts on DEI incentives rather than prioritizing safety, education, and performance. So I want to show you an article right over here, and we're going to flip back and forth between a few um, because this is off here of the Gateway Pundit, and another example of how DEI is possibly causing safety hazards as well. Uh, so title here, did diversity, equity, and inclusion play a role in Alaska Airlines plane losing door mid-flight? Is DEI endangering lives? Elon Musk seems to think so after seeing Boeing's corporate filings and DEI incentives. So again, we're going to skip around a little bit here. I want to show you this video if you haven't seen it of the Alaskan Airlines uh, flight that happened uh, just a little over a week ago, uh, a couple weeks ago now, where the door um, actually flew off mid-flight and thankfully folks weren't sucked out of the airplane According to a lot of the research that I've done about this, it seems that um, this was a very preventable uh, incident. So you'll see here, Elon Musk even shows you right here. Let's see if we can get a zoomed in. Okay. So uh, we're going to summarize down here. While our 2021 design incorporated operational performance in the areas of product safety, employee safety, and quality, as it should, for 2022 and going forward, we will add two other focus areas critical to our long-range business plan, climate and diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI. I don't care what you look like, who you sleep with, what you do. I want to know that you're capable of 
flying the plane, taking off, and landing. Those seem to be the most critical points of being a pilot. So look at this here. I want to go over to the video. You can see here uh, on the screen, that's a picture, and we can click on that a little bit. And you can see here, it's really just the video of the door that while it sits on the runway, there's a better video right here. So check this out. I'm going to play this video. This is the terrifying flight that these folks were on, on Alaskan Airlines that prioritizes DEI over safety. Now, let me ask you, do you think while you're watching this video, I want you to ask yourself, do you think that any one of these people on this plane that were suffering the fear of not knowing whether they were going to live through this or not, gave two craps on whether their pilot had a rainbow flag pin on his lapel. Check this out. That is absolutely terrifying. It started off in daytime, and then it even goes into the evening. So what kind of a long flight was that, that you're sitting there with the door ripped wide open? I'm going to pause this. I think you guys get the point here. But this was Alaskan Airlines. And as you can see in this article, we've got back over here, United Airlines, Boeing. All of these companies are all invested in this DEI training. We're seeing airlines crash on the tarmac we're seeing air traffic controllers fumbling the ball and causing mid almost causing mid-air collisions all over the board we had a tire fall off an airplane and fly down the runway just in the past couple of days doors are falling off of these airlines i mean this is becoming a regular addition to the news cycle every week or two and you would say, you know, well, is it really, is it really DEI? Is that what they're focusing? So this is, all right, so the, the plane that lost the door mid-flight is Alaskan Airlines, correct? Well, I want to show you here uh, a video from Alaskan Airlines um, that you might find interesting. And uh, let me ask you, when you watch this, do you think that they're prioritizing safety and meritocracy? Check this out. Oh, we're gonna see if we can make it big screen here for you. Wow, this is just un un unbelievable. If there it is, Alaskan Airlines. And there it is. Got to have your token drag queens, right? There's a few of them. I'm sorry, but if I'm on the plane and this comes up to me trying to serve me a bag of peanuts or a shooter, I'm just going to go ahead and ask. I wouldn't even get on the damn plane, to be honest with you. This is, this is mental illness should not be showcased on an airplane. I, I can't even watch any more of this. We're just going to pause this right there. When I say gay, you say gay, gay, gay. Nobody cares. Nobody freaking cares. 1978 is when Gilbert Baker started the movement with the, the pride flag. I and mean, we're talking generations ago. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are in 2024. Enough. There is a fine line between acceptance and overpromotion, and we have crossed that line with these lunatics. This is Alaskan Airline. These are the people that are supposed to be prioritizing our safety to make sure we get from point A to point B on a flying missile. <clears throat> I just, I don't, I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it, but this is how they're starting to prioritize their hiring. In a previous episode last season, we talked about one of the uh, Sunseeker Resort companies that we have down here in Charlotte Harbor, uh, where they are prioritizing their hiring based on the immutable characteristics such as skin color, sexual orientation, and things of that nature, making it very clear that if you happen to fall into a specific category, such as me, straight white Christian, that your application will be knocked right to the bottom of that list. Which brings us to this next article that we have here. And, of course, Mark Cuban has been infiltrating the news on quite a regular basis with some of his moronic practices. And if you haven't seen the uh, uh, video with James O'Keefe, it's definitely interesting and highly recommended. So... Uh, Mark Cuban put his foot in his mouth here uh, in this past week. This is from the Gateway Pundit, uh, one of our favorite news sites, and actually the website that got us national attention uh, from the get-go. Woke DEI lover Mark Cuban posts message allegedly admitting to an illegal hiring practice and gets schooled by the EEOC commissioner. See, sometimes in rare cases, people actually step up to the plate when they should. Woke DEI promoter Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban might be in hot water with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the EEOC, after posting a stupid tweet over the weekend regarding federal hiring. As Outkick.com reported Monday, Cuban defended his hiring practices to anonymous Twitter account called The Rabbit Hole, who asked whether Cuban, Cuban has hired people on the basis of demographics. The account noted, Doing so violates the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Cuban responded that he has never hired an individual exclusively based on race, gender, or religion. However, he apparently did admit that he uses diversity as a competitive advantage when deciding whether to hire job candidates. This is is the problem that we have here because the, these folks are, are willfully ignorant not realizing that by trying to not be racist you're being racist by not being a bigot you're actually being bigoted uh, every one of the projection words that they throw at you these people are guilty of well andrea lucas um the eeoc commissioner responded and her response is brilliant and it is actually a breath of fresh air seeing uh, one of our representatives step out and call it out for what it is uh, so look, look at her here uh, tweeting back at mark cuban eeoc commissioner here unfortunately you're dead wrong on black letter uh, title law as a general rule race sex can't even be a motivating factor nor a plus factor tiebreaker or tipping point it is important employers understand the ground rules here and underneath is a quick note competitive advantage equals a motivating factor in other words cuban may have admitted to an illegal hiring practice to his nearly nine million followers as outkick.com notes 
ladies and gentlemen, this is an all out assault and it's coming from everywhere. And these people are idiots. I mean, sure. Mark Cuban's a successful businessman, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he is not immune to the pressures of the court of public opinion and social engineering and the propaganda campaigns that again, spread from Hollywood all the way over to Washington, DC. This is getting out of control. And you might ask yourself, why are they using this so hard? And because it is, it's a direct attack on Christian national values. Now our country was a Judeo Christian inspired country, our constitution, bill of rights, the entire inception of our country was founded by the majority of men and women who shared and at least subscribed to Judeo-Christian values. Now, of course, some of our founding fathers didn't practice those values, but they still incorporated them in because when you strip away the just title of Christianity, Catholicism, Judaism, or Muslim, or any one of the different religions that all hold and promote traditional values, it's a moral code and a moral compass that proves to help societies succeed by having rules, morals, values, and accountability, we are able to progress as a society. And that is one of the reasons why the Western world has succeeded so well and has not crumbled or failed like many other empires or civilizations in the past. Now, we've discussed a book countless different times called Sex and Culture by J.D. Unwin. He is a social anthropologist who in 1934 wrote this book called Sex and Culture, and it analyzed 80 aboriginal civilizations and six major empires. And it found that the fall of every single one of these cultures was due to the promotion and proliferation of non-monogamous relationships and sexual immoralities. That's what we're seeing here in our country now. And it doesn't just stop there. So you look at what's the common denominator. Well, when you look across the board, it's a war on Christianity. Because when you can degrade the very fabric that created this country and that keeps us all in check and accountable to a higher power, well, then the devil runs the show. And then things get really wild and crazy. And up is no longer up. Down is no longer down. It's like George Orwell's 1984 when O'Brien tries to convince Winston that two plus two is five. Although he held out for a short period of time through the relentless torture, eventually Winston breaks and says, okay, two plus two is five. And the comparisons from Nazi Germany, Stalin's Russia or Soviet Union all the way up until even some of the fictional books that really just put things into perspective and it almost isn't a fiction. It's almost a documentary like 1984 by George Orwell. We're seeing these parallels constantly come in. And these are the ways that you do it is you start attacking the very fabric. And, you know, I speak to a lot of folks across the board, across the aisle, and, and some of these folks come in, well, you're a Christian. You're supposed to love everybody. You're not supposed to talk negatively about anyone. You're supposed to be all loving and all. It's getting ridiculous because now they're manipulating and twisting the Bible to fit their narrative to try to make Christians believe that what they believe is actually wrong and they should feel guilty. I want to show you a video of a lunatic. And and I hope I hope this is doesn't this doesn't skip out on me because this this character is really something else. Check check this buffoon out. Let's see if we can get it. Here we go. Check this thing out. 
Wow. <laughs> it looks like a side character from that Monster High show my daughter used to work. It's like the the boy in the classroom that was constantly stuck in the friend zone. Look, dude, whatever the hell you are. This is an argument a lot of these freak shows try to make on a pretty regular basis is you need to find Jesus. You, first off, are not anything Christ-like whatsoever. Christ did not dress up like a circus clown and certainly didn't have that type of a persona. Look, did Jesus tell everyone to love one another? Yes. Are you supposed to love your enemies, love your neighbors, and love everyone? Absolutely, because God is love, and we are supposed to represent the that. But Jesus wasn't always the nicest about it. God, historically, hasn't always been the nicest about teaching lessons. And that reminds me of... Uh, story that was written in Matthew. Let me see if I can get this up on the screen for you here. Now, this is Jesus, right? This is like this guy was saying, right? Nothing but love, right? Well, Matthew 21, 12 through 13, Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written, he says to them, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers, den of thieves. Now, Jesus didn't overturn the tables with love. So this was back in the Passover season, and these folks were using this temple as a market. Now, this is like a trifecta of ripping off the people because they had to pay a half shilling in tax uh, just to come to the Passover. Um, uh, they had to buy an animal that they could use as a sacrifice through Passover. They had to exchange money because uh, they used a very rare currency. So. Pretty much everybody that attended didn't have the correct currency, so through the currency exchange, they were ripping folks off as well. Essentially, the market that was being held at the temple, it was a den of thieves and liars and sinners. And Jesus came in and saw that. He's like, you're not going to turn my father's house into a lair of sin. And he didn't turn it over in love. He threw them around. He had a whip that he was lashing to drive people out of the temple because he's like, you're not going to do this. Now, did he hate any one of those people? No, he loved them all, but he wasn't putting up with it. Just because you're supposed to love someone doesn't mean that you have to tolerate their sins. Now, we've got friends all across the spectrum, some of which who are part of that uh, the gay community and some of which who aren't. We love all of them. We're friends with everyone. Now, I'll be honest with you. Do I think that that type of a lifestyle is going to yield eternal results? No, not at all. But I'll hang out with you till, till the end. And then, you know, hopefully somewhere along the line, you get saved. But you know what? That's my belief. And I respect others for their beliefs. I don't push it. But if you ask me, I'll tell you. And I will tell you what I believe, how I believe, and when I believe it.
But Jesus, let's not get it confused, was not a complete hippie about things. Jesus was a tough guy. Look what he went through, the sacrifice. A weak man would not have been able to go through that to, to take all of our sins and die for us. That takes strength. And as we see through Matthew and many other books throughout the Bible, Jesus was the pillar of strength, and he did not tolerate the BS. And we as Christians and as patriots, we can no longer tolerate it either. It's not just turning a blind eye. It's no longer willfully ignorant. It's time to get active, proactive, go to your school boards, go to the commissioner offices, write them emails, letters. Do not stop becoming, do not stop squeaking because the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And we all know that the left is very squeaky. So I'm saying to squeak, but don't do it in such a flamboyant way as they use your words, use your wallet, use your wisdom, and do not forget up is up and down is down. Do not lose your grasp on reality. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to help support this show, we do have a fantastic product. It's called Make Honey Great Again. Now, this is some of the best honey you can get made in South Carolina. It is a local company that employs local residents. So it's an excellent employer that's providing jobs to their local economy. But the best thing about this is this is all natural honey. It is pretty much from bee to bottle with just a little bit of help from humans to get there. There is no uh, processing. It's about as natural as it gets. This stuff is absolutely fantastic. I use it in my tea, coffee, and pretty much anything I can get my hands on. You can get a bottle of this. It makes an excellent gift for friends that might be on the conservative side of the fence and or triggering some of your progressive friends that might not be on the uh Team 45 and hopefully 47 train. Uh, MakeHoneyGreatAgain.com. Head on over there. Pick yourself up a bottle. You will not regret it. Use promo code STRAIGHT, S-T-R-A-I-G-H-T, so that way you can help support this show. Again, I want to thank our sponsors, Florida Straits. Uh, it is the only nonprofit organization dedicated to preserving traditional values, both in our communities and in our local schools. Uh, one of the greatest groups around out there right now. Uh, they are diligently fighting at the school boards. And we pull up their webpage here. You can see you don't have to be another letter in the alphabet to have pride. I love that. It's actually on the back of my vehicle as well. This is an organization who has been you know, obviously attacked by the left, but they're a very loving group of folks. Uh, they've got people from every walks of life, every different type of religion, and they are growing exponentially throughout the entire state of Florida. Of course, they are the sponsors of this show, and they also uh, help raise funds for whistleblower teachers, uh, stopping the indoctrination, and you can check their website out. You've even got good links over here to the Brave Books website where you can find some excellent books that'll counter some of the ridiculous stuff that you see introduced into our children's classrooms on a regular basis. So head on over to floridastraits.com and you can help our sponsors and in turn help this show out as well. Um, of course, we are shadow banned on pretty much 
all social media platforms. So you'll see on this little scroll bar right here on the bottom, the link to our link tree. It'll also be in the description as well. Head on over to that link tree. And that's how you're going to be able to find us on every single social media, all the main popular social media platforms that haven't banned us yet. Uh, so head on over link tree. Uh, what is that? L I N K T R dot E E forward slash Florida straits. And you'll be able to find all of the useful links so that way you don't have to spend countless minutes going through 17 different pages of search results till you can actually finally find our channel this will bring you directly there ladies and gentlemen thanks again for joining us on another episode of straight talk and our first live streaming episode as well so please in the comments below leave us some ideas and some things you'd like to see on future episodes and for now we will see you again next week. Thank you again. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country.